This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back, Raider Nation. Happy Thursday, this week before Memorial Day. Hope you're going to have a nice, long weekend coming up. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. And we got hot shoes, baby. Burning down the avenue, model citizen, zero discipline. If you get that, then you get my t-shirt and we're ready to roll. This is uh, not just my show. Of course, no, it's not. It is also... Uh, my co-host, my partner, my good friend, the national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report, also Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com. Yes, he's looking for a fifth job. Uh, his name is Mo <laughs> Moton, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N, on the Twitter. Yes, you can catch him there. Make sure you interact with him uh, and catch his stuff up on those two websites. You can follow me on Twitter, LV Gully, and also the show is SNB today. Mo, are you going to get a long weekend? Do you get some days off this weekend for once or no? What are days off? <laughs> what, what does Bill Belichick always say? No right. days no off. No days off. No days off. Yeah. Absolutely not. I don't I, actually, to be honest, I don't get any real downtime until the NFL players get downtime, which is after mandatory minicamp. Right. So yeah, the beginning of June through that July period until camp starts, right, which is coming up. <laughs> But, Mo, today, that's right, Thursday, May 25th, guess what happens? OTAs. Yes, there's actually football activity on the field, if you want to call it that. The Raiders start later this morning. If This podcast is released early on Thursday morning. So if you're listening to us on the way into the office, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, we will see also uh, press availability. So they're going to practice early in the morning uh, which is open to the media, so you'll start to see some videos and, and stuff coming out of uh, journalists that are covering the Raiders in Henderson out at the facility, the Intermountain Healthcare Facility. Um, but you also will get uh, head coach Josh McDaniels. You will get players, too. So we'll have some press conference material over the next few days to do that as well. But, Mo, OTAs, like, people are excited because it's it, it technically a football camp. It's voluntary, remember, so don't freak out if Josh Jacobs isn't there because he hasn't signed his, <laughs> his his tag yet. So don't freak out if he's not there. They don't have to be there. But you will see a lot of the rookies there. You get to see them in their jersey for the first time uh, out on the field and with the helmet on rolling around and stuff like that. But Mo, OTAs, it's sort of like it's anticlimactic for most of us. Yes, in the media, we get to talk about it. It gives us something during a somewhat slow period to do that. But OTAs, tell people what they are and what they aren't. 
What it's not is you're not hitting with pads on. There aren't any scrimmage games. There's nothing really of substantial substance where you can kind of say, okay, this player is going to be a starter. This player is going to be a backup. It's more of an introduction. It's a glorified walkthrough. I believe it was called by my uh, colleague at Bleacher Report, Brett Sobletsky. Mm-hmm. Basically called it a glorified walkthrough. Um, the coaches are installing the game plan at this point. So you're introducing rookies, veterans that you signed in free agency, guys that you may have traded for to the game plan, what you're going to, how you're going to uh, situate your offense and defense, special teams included for the upcoming season. And this is why a lot of the veteran players who have been around the Max Crosby's of the world, the J- Josh Jacobs of the world, even if he was uh, signed to a contract, will probably not be at OTA simply because they already know the game plan. They already know the drill, so yeah. to speak. So this is this is more of an introduction for the new players and, and veterans want to attend to just get themselves in shape and that's fine too because I'm sure there are bonuses and stuff of that nature. But as you said, it's voluntary, so they don't have to show up. Correct. So you probably you, you a new player like Jimmy Garoppolo. We expect him to be out there yeah. uh, as he reorients himself to the Josh McDaniels offense. Also, <clears throat> with the new players in there uh, and and the fact that he just wants to get on the same page. Any reps you can get in. If you're a new quarterback, especially any player, on for that matter, as you said, uh, you want to get that in, so you'll see him out there as well. But that's the thing too. I think that that when you look at OTAs, you start to have the conversation of that the pre-camp conversation mode, which is, and that's what we're going to do on today's show. We're going to get much more into it as we move on into segments two and three, and talk about specific positions. But we talked about this through the draft. We talked about it through the beginning of the offseason, which is offensive line. What are they doing on the right side? What are they doing depth? Cornerback safety, the defensive backfield, lots of question marks there. Linebacker, I want to say there's question marks there, but it's hard to say that because they just don't have bodies there yet. So we'll see what happens. Uh, But these are all things that you start to talk about now. But I think it is key what you said just a moment ago, and that is for fans to understand you're not going to get answers coming out of May 25th. When you get to camp on the 6th through the 8th of June, you'll start to see a little more. But even then, no, you have to wait until the pads get on in July and guys start flying around and hitting and you understand how they're grasping the offense already to get a true sense for maybe what competitions are going to heat up and who might win some positions there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I will say I, I do like to listen to the pressers. Now, Josh McDaniels has mastered the art of saying a lot while saying nothing. So I don't expect much Thursday. <laughs> he learned from the best. From him. But but John Gruden, I remember the John Gruden years, and there would be times where John Gruden would put guys in the spotlight. I remember uh, Damon Arnett, I believe it was his mm. second year, and someone asked him about you know the, the cornerback position, and he said, well, Damon Arnett basically has got to fight for his spot. And I remember antennas went up like, whoa, this is a first-round pick. 
Yeah. That has to fight for a spot after he, you know, played last year. And I that's when they signed Casey Hayward and Casey Hayward took over. And um, there was Trayvon Mullen there. And Damon Arnett was basically the odd man out. <clears> so <throat> John Gruden would drop some nuggets. I doubt we'll hear that from Josh McDaniels just the way because it's just the way he operates. Right. But listen, sometimes you have to read in between the lines and you'll get yes. where certain players are, their status at a certain position. Will they be considered to be a starter or not? I'm interested to hear how how the secondary is going to pan. I would ask him. I know he's an offensive minded guy, but we pretty much know what the offense is going to look at look like aside from the right side of the offensive line, which you mentioned. I want to know how the Rays are going to address their secondary. How the Rays, as you mentioned, going to yes. address their linebacking core? That's what I'm interested in. Yes, and we're going to get into that in segments two and three. And prior to the start of OTAs, Dave Ziegler said, listen, he they asked him about different positions. If you read the Vic Tafer athletic piece, uh, you'll get some of this too. And don't complain to me because it's paid and it's good content. You pay for it. That's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, but anyway, uh, you have that up there. And what Dave, what Dave Ziegler talked about was the defensive line, the defensive tackle position, and that he's happy that there's a lot of competition there, that they brought in some guys. And we're going to get into that position later on. Uh, but, but that's what I think you get out of OTAs, to your point, is the read between the line stuff. Because Remember, coaches, and you're right, Josh McDaniels is not John Gruden. Uh, he's not going out there with his hat and his six-shooter and shooting off stuff, right? But what he will or may do, and we've seen this all over the league, Mo, which is coaches use those press conferences to motivate sometimes to say things like, hey, well, he might not mention a player. He might say, yeah, you know what? It's going to be a knockdown drag out until, until that first regular season game on who's going to win that starting safety position. Uh, or uh, to see what we're going to do in the rotation at cornerback. He's sending a shot across the unit, across that room, to say, guys, this is going to be competitive. Nobody's got anything locked in, so you better go work your tail off. And I think that's what needs to happen, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You have to let guys know. Yeah. As I, And I read up on some of the Denver Broncos OTA chatter, and basically Sean Payton is giving out the message that spots are earned, not given. Now, I know yeah. you hear that a lot during the offseason training camp, but it has to really mean something. And I think it does under Josh McDaniels, because if you remember four undrafted rookies made the roster last year, made the mm -hmm. final roster last year. So it's really going to be a competition. As we always said, iron sharpens iron. So you want the best 53 men on the roster. You want the best 11 on the starting roster on each side of the ball. And I think you're going to get that because the Raiders, their roster, as we know, a lot of, lot of turnover, a lot of transition. So there are going to be a lot of camp battles, maybe not for starting roles, but definitely for second string, third string backup roles. Yes, for sure, especially with the turnover they've had there. And then uh, the the, con the competition at defensive tackle, yes. The competition at cornerback, yes. Linebacker, we'll see who they bring in. Uh, and and some of the names that you've mentioned in the past we'll talk about later as well. But, yeah, I mean, listen, it's 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 back to football. This is this process before we go into that dead period between the beginning of June and the end of July. So milk it for what you can and enjoy seeing some of those guys out there. And I do. You're right. I love hearing I love hearing the players talk, too, because this is where they'll bring guys out. You just start to get to know them a little bit, right? I think it's that's what's great for fans, especially, is they go out, and, and especially with the rookies and some of the new players that came over in free agency, the journalists are asking them questions about, hey, tell us about this. Why did you sign with the – I mean, all the basic stuff, but then also the personality stuff. You start to see the personality come out, and I know fans like that, too, most. So this is a good time for that. It's almost like a little bit of a, uh, a vacation uh, if you will, where they get to come out and talk a little bit and tell you who they are, who they are, have some jokes before they get to the serious football. 
if you remember last offseason, this is when we got to know Mac Hollins to be the character that he is. <laughs> yeah. And he became a, uh, an immediate media, media darling because he's, he's willing to talk in front of the camera and let you in on his personality. Now, if you remember when we had the, the Texas Tech reporter on Don, Don Williams, I believe his name is. Yeah, Don Williams. Uh, he said that Ty, he said Tyree, um, you know, is a guy that he will talk to the media. He's not someone who's who's uh, tight lipped or going to give you short answers. He'll he'll give you some um, in depth answers and actually have a conversation, not a conversation, but give you some nuggets about who he is as a person, as a football player. So I'm looking forward to seeing Tyree in front of in front of the podium. Of course, he won't be on the field because he's still recovering from that foot injury. Right. As he said, he won't be ready till training camp. So don't expect to hear any Tyree Wilson notes early. But I'm looking forward to seeing him and, and hearing him talk in front of the media. Yes, and and I think you have some of those guys too. Personality. Now, I do think what we talked about on our last show was the Devonte Adams stuff. So if Devonte Adams speaks to the media, you can expect some follow up questions to that. So I'm actually thankful for that because he will clarify and clear up. And even even though if people read the original piece, they would understand it. But I'm just saying it's also that great opportunity. Anything that's been lingering in the air over the last few months, you finally will get some of these guys to speak to that, which will be great. So uh, that's why I look forward to OTAs as well as you can put that stuff behind you. All right, Mo, we're going to step aside for our first break. What is that going on in New York City there, Mo? What do you got going on? You got a party it's, next it's, door? It's it's getting warmer. So guys are out here with oh. the motorcycles. I have to get oh, out there the with, my, with my bike, you know? <laughs> Papa Willie out there on the street. You streets. don't have a motorcycle, do you? Of course I do. Do I look like a do person? You? Yeah, of course. I mean, look at look at me. Do, do I look like a person who would be riding a motorcycle at you know, 7 p.m. in the evening on a, on a Wednesday? Of course. No. No. I was, I was <laughs> thinking maybe you rode like a mountain bike. No, you got to go with a motorbike out here, as you can hear in the background. <laughs> All right, so that's what that noise was, but I had to call attention to it. Okay, we are now stepping aside. When we come back, we're going to get into some of the positions that uh, we'll watch during OTAs a little bit, but mostly a preview of what's going to come when they get to camp and there is competition going on. You're listening to and watching Silver and Black today in Aussie Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere. 